Same old Knicks, LOL Knicks, whatever you call them, start calling them that again because they are, uh, they're back in that sense. Um, yeah, the draft, the NBA draft was last night and, um, we're going to talk a little bit about it for episode 384. It's going to be a short podcast. Um, though I like how I say that all the time. And it ends up going the usual 45 to an hour. Hopefully we can keep this one to 20-something to minutes. I just want to get in, get my points across, and get the hell out. Because I don't want to talk about this team right now. Hence, we, you know, hence the, the podcast being nothing but Yankees for the last several months. Uh, I mean, this is our first Knicks episode since, like, the end of the next season really like <laughs> I don't remember um so let's talk about it we we have to you know we are a Knicks podcast so uh, we'll talk let's get to it episode 384 this is RJ Carbone and you're listening to BD4 Showing some dexterity as well with the left hand. It's on its way. There it goes, and the Yankees are going to win. Oh, let's go! Oh, the window! Oh, the window! Oh, the Welcome to the show. What's going on, everybody? I'm your host, RJ Carbone. Welcome to episode 384. 384 of the podcast. Yes, welcome to BD4. BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Also do MMA on weekends. Um, Yankees every series. Knicks every games. MM, Knicks every game. Um, and MMA on weekends. Yeah. Talking Knicks in this one. We're going to chat about last night. Uh, about last night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, like, to just add to the misery, Leon Rose released a, P, uh, you know, like there was a press release of Leon Rose and he made a statement today. Of course it was in words, Right. Because God forbid he speaks to his own city since he's been here. God forbid. So last night, oh man. You know, I wasn't planning on doing an episode. I was not. I was just, uh, and I've been cleansing of the Knicks for the last several months because I need a break from that team. And fortunately, we have the solid Yankees to uh, to watch having a good year. And um, the Knicks are anything but solid. And last night, they, they became whatever is less than that. And it's just, it, I they punted the draft. 
they punted the 2022 NBA draft. Um, and I, I don't think many of us were fans of that. Uh, so we're talk. We're gonna talk about that first, guys. If you are new here to the show, be sure to subscribe. All right, you can subscribe to the podcast on the many platforms that we are on. You can find BD4 on Apple Podcasts, and if you do find us there, be sure to give us a five star rating and review. We are currently a five star podcast, and would like to keep it that way. Um, Yankees yeah, are. And if I look down every here and there. Because I'm watching the Yankees game and they're getting bitched around right now by Verlander, and they're about to be blown out because they're on the verge of just getting bitched around. Um, it's three-one in, in the seventh or eighth inning right now, and the Astros are about to score two on no out. So yeah, I expected the Yankees to get bitched in the second game because it was Verlander. Verlander is their father, um, but yeah, it fucking sucks, you know. But if they want me to take them serious, like I said, they have to, at the very, 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 very least, very, very worst, split this series. Preferably take three. Because you are at home. Um, So we'll see what happens. I'll give them tonight's loss. Um, But who knows, maybe they end up coming back again. (laughs) Can we just win a game without having to have some fucking, some goddamn stress? Although I shouldn't do that because I feel like that's being spoiled because those games were just losses last year. Um, I'm not on here to talk Yankees. I'm on here to talk Knicks. Um, so if you want to follow us and subscribe to the show, Apple Podcasts for listen, you can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms to listen to us on. You can also watch the video format of the show on Spotify and YouTube. So be sure to like, subscribe, share, uh, comment, excuse me, and all that fun stuff. Um, And again, if I look down here and there, it's because I am watching the Yankees game on my phone. It's on Amazon Prime tonight, so I can't get it on the TV here in the studio, Um, the one up there. Uh, So do that. Follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook, rjcarbone, r.j.carbone. And I'm also on Instagram, at... Rob J. Carbone. All right. I'm trying to stall, but let's talk about it. That's our first break, and let's talk about last night.
Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. Um, <laughs> and um, as you can tell by the title of this episode, when you clicked on it, the Knicks botch it again on draft night. Episode 384. Let's talk about it. All right. Uh, so, yeah, last night. Uh, I was watching the Yankees game, but I was kind of keeping track of what was going on. The Knicks basically punted this year's draft. Um, they trade the number eleven. They trade their number eleven pick for eventually three future first round picks um, in 2023. With here's the catch: three first rounders in 2023, but they were with protection. So I mean, Presti's not going to give that up. The Knicks also then selected Trevor Keels from Duke in the second round, which we're not going to talk about him in this episode. We might do an episode sometime soon. I don't know about about you know doing a little scouting repo on him. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, and again for a third time, if I look down here and there, it's because I am watching the Yankees on my phone right now, since they're on Amazon Prime. Major League Baseball really loves their fans. Um, so, I mean, last night there was just like, apparently just moments of suspense and chaos, uh, amongst the Knicks organization, just multiple transactions and rumors had Knicks fans thinking all these transactions were, you know, them trying to get Ivy. Um, Knicks fans never learn. Fortunately, I am past that. So I knew they weren't going to get Ivy just because this is how this team is. Great things never happen with them. Only good, and that's on occasion. The Pistons end up getting Ivy and Duran, and they also get the uh, they get Kemba from us. So, so I guess the, Kemba's off the books. But it's frustrating, man. It, it was a deep draft. Um, there, there is a very good chance that in this draft, if you stayed at eleven, you get a low end starter. At worst. A starter. But instead, what the Knicks do is just they try. I don't know if they're just trying to get cute. I don't know what. You know, I don't know what their plan is because we're never told. Um, they dump salary. They clear some cap for Jalen Brunson. And they're stockpiling on more draft picks. Keep doing that. It's. Like, we were told all of last offseason to relax, right? Relax, relax, relax. Be patient. Be patient. Since they got a bunch of team-friendly deals with, you know, Randall's extension, with Walker, with Noel, Alec Burks' extension, Derek Rose's extension, Taj Gibson, team-friendly contracts, building continuity, building a culture, stay patient. It was a good offseason, we were told. Now we sit here, and we're trading a lottery pick, meaning we have to be bad to have a lottery pick, to shed... Just We're trading our lottery pick from this season just to shed Kemba's $8.5 million. So we're moving assets for... T- 
for for you know potentially a fifteen and five guy in Brunson who is going to cost way too much money on top of that. Literally traded your number eleven pick to get Kemba off the books and potentially acquire Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is a nice player. He's decent. The Knicks need a lot more than a nice player, someone who's decent. Especially if they're going to unload their number 11 pick. And if that's going to be their only offseason acquisition, their big splash, if that's going to be Jalen Brunson, that's not good. They have yet to find their number one franchise point guard. It sure as shit ain't Jalen Brunson. And he's, again, he's a nice player. But nice players, we have enough nice players, right? R.J. Barrett, nice player. Probably the nicest player on the Knicks. All-star caliber. Um, You know, Mitchell Robinson, nice player. Quickly, nice player. We don't have anything beyond nice players. That's where Knicks fans are frustrated. Right? If they weren't getting Ivy, they could have at least dumped the vets, kept the number 11 pick, make that selection, and then just go on, uh, go full on youth. So you're, you're, you know, in short, you are probably looking at a very similar team next season who maybe at best makes the play-in tournament if they get Brunson, but a guarantee to go nowhere beyond that first round, which they'll probably lose if they even get there. So the same exact situation this season, where the veterans are going to play, the youth is going to sit, and that's going to be, you know, that's that's the way, because Tibbs is still here. And Tibbs, you know how Tibbs is. He likes to run his own show. He always wants to make that playoff push, even if it's not attainable with this roster. Trying to win now with a not-a-win-now roster. And so, next year, with one of the better draft classes next offseason, an even better one, the, um, the, Yank- the Yankees, the Knicks will be probably smack in the middle, stuck once again. And it's just so frustrating, man. It's just it's just so frustrating, and I want to rant on it a little more. We're going to take a quick little break first. Be right back. Hey, guys. So I've noticed that only a small portion of you who watch BD4 on YouTube are actually subscribed. So if you do enjoy this podcast, and maybe you want to be notified when new episodes release, I'd consider subscribing and also hitting that notification bell. This way, we can help the channel grow, and you won't miss a single episode of BD4. Alright, let's get back to it. So, if you guys want to follow me on social media, be sure to do so right now. I'm on Facebook at RJ Carbone, and I'm also on Instagram at Rob J Carbone. 
Once again, if you want to find me on Facebook, that is RJ Carbone. Instagram at Rob J Carbone. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. You are listening to or maybe watching episode 384, 384 of BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. We also do MMA now, too. So with all that said, man, it's it's frustrating. That's That's the best way to put it. It's very, very frustrating. Because this this whole idea of getting this whole new regime in there, right? Like, what was that for? Like, is this what this whole regime regime change was for? Bringing in this CAA expert, Leon Rose. It's year three of this experiment, right? Year three. You flopped on the superstar idea. In previous seasons. You botched the OB Randall situation. You didn't get the number pick. You didn't get Ivy. Uh, the number five pick that you were trying to get. You didn't get Ivy. But hey. We got more cap space. We got more cap space. Cap space kings. Right there was that meme floating around. When they created $74 million in cap space of, of like a Knicks jersey with 74 on the back and cap space as the name. We got more of that. More of that. It's also just very, as Judge flops in a big spot, very non-professional. I'm in a bad mood tonight. <laughs> it's also just very non-professional to never speak to your fans. To never speak to the fans and disguise it as, oh, Leon Rose is just a private guy. Stop using that as a crutch. Stop keeping us in the dark. And start letting your fans know what is going on. Like every competent executive does. Like a Sam Presti will do. Like a, what's the dude in Golden State? Bob Myers will do. Let the people know. The Golden State fans knew in their subpar seasons, what was going on. They literally said, we're going to take a couple years off and we will be back at it in two years. They just won the championship. That team, a non-super team, just won a championship. Let the people know. It'd be much easier for us to at least accept what's going on if you let the Knicks fans know what the direction is that you're trying to go in. It's just so, to me, it's so unprofessional. And so now the chase for Jalen Brunson. That's supposed to be the build-up to the season. Like, you, you heard it. You heard the build-up all of this past season. Last season. They literally just signed his father for some position a few weeks ago. So that's the next move. A decent player is going to be the big splash for the Knicks. Honestly, if this Knicks team would have just committed to the full-on rebuild from the get-go, they 
and you know, not go half in, half out, they'd probably be in a much better position right now. So that's all I have. Like I said, 20-minute episode tops. We're going to wrap it up here. That's it. The Yankees did not do the correct... Oh, the Yankees, again, that's the second time. The Knicks did not do the correct... They did not make the correct moves. And again, they, they, just, they, just, they leave us in the dark because we're supposed to just accept that. Don't worry, Rose is a private guy. Just be quiet. That's so... That is so easy to say. Right, it is so bland, so basically you can't you have to give us something. You have to give us something. And every time he does say something to the media, whatever he does, it's so generic, so rudimentary, it's so cliche. Let us know. If you're gonna be a shit team every year, let us know what your direction is to at least attempt to make this team better. Because doing this is leaving us fans in no position but to bash them. Trading your number 11 pick just to to dump salary and clear up space for a 15-5 and five guy. So it looks like the, this next season's coming up soon, uh, in October, whatever, and we're going to have to deal with another year of, of possibly Julius Randle and his wife, another year of just being there but not good enough. So, so that's that. That's it. That's it. Get to our final break. Get back. Wrap it up with the MYYMYK MMA question of the day. Stay with us. We will be right back. So BD4 is on so many platforms to listen to. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can find us on our sponsor, Anchor, and many other listening platforms as well, wherever you get your podcasts. But we are also available to watch on YouTube. So if you want to watch us on YouTube, go subscribe there. But if you prefer to listen to us, again, many, many, many listening platforms. Just be sure to subscribe download, give us a rating, a review, comment, share the podcast, and all that fun stuff. This is BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. All right, folks. Now, if you are listening to BD4 on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a review, if you so please. So once again, this is if you are listening to BD4 on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and review. Thank you. All right, welcome back to the show. Um, I'm your host, RJ. You're listening to, you are listening to episode 384 of BD4, episode 384. All right, let's get to our um, NY stands about the flop again. Oh my God, Judge now Stanton. Um, let's get to our NYY NYK MMA question of the day. Sometimes the Yankees just put up these at bats that just make you go, "Wow, I could probably do something like that." I know they're a great team this year so far. I I know that, but the the amount of strikeouts, 
the, the type of strikeouts they can have sometimes. It's just, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's get to it. Let's get to our NYY, MYK, MMA question of the day to wrap this up. All right. So for this episode, our NYY, NYK question, MMA question of the day. I'm sorry. I'm just fucking watching this Yankees game and I'm laughing at these putrid at-bats. Is Patrick Ewing won Rookie of the Year in the 1985-86 season? Just two seasons later, another Nick took home the award. Who was it? All right. Patrick Ewing won Rookie of the Year in the 1985-86 season. Just two seasons later, another Nick took home the award. Who was it? So let me know the answer wherever you can reach me. If you get the answer correct, I'll give you a shout out in the next episode. If you don't get it correct, um, I'll let you know what the answer is in the next episode. So one last time, as the Yankees completely flopping their only big spot here. Patrick Ewing won Rookie of the Year in the 1985-86 season. Just two seasons later, another Nick took home the award. Who was it? So let me know. Guys, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 384 in the books. The Knicks flop once again on draft night. It's a, it's a fucking routine. So if the Yankees don't win the goddamn World Series, I might jump off a cliff because this is getting frustrating with New York sports. And I'm not so sure the Yankees are a World Series team. As great of a season as they're having, the way they've looked in these two games against the Astros, man. Even last night, magical ending, but they played a bad game for the most part. But we'll talk Yankees in, in, you know after this series. Or, yeah, two more days, and we'll start talking Yankees again on the show after this Astros series. But that's it, and that's it as far as the Knicks go. I don't know when the next Knicks episode will be. <laughs> like I said, I I am on a cleanse right now of them, but I, I felt like I had to, you know, hop on here real quick. So thanks for tuning in. I'll see you in the next one. Ciao. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. It's the best way to make a podcast. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm 